0: It is Monday, June 19th. I'm Scott Sander. And I'm AJ Hoffman. The Suns with a blockbuster trade. And Wyndham, who? Here comes the Vegas Truth.
1: This is straight out of Vegas.
0: We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day
1: Bradley Beal and Chris Paul switching places. Wyndham Clark winning the U.S. Open. And the U.S. beats Canada. What else is new? What is the Vegas lead? I'm happy that you're embracing soccer, especially since it was here in Vegas, AJ. I I'm don't, real proud. Of you. I didn't Did you even go to the that, game? I didn't even know that game happened, to be <laughs> honest. It's, 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 Scott passed me the headline and was like, tell him about the big, <laughs> so, the big the soccer champion. match. I was
0: like, what? What happened? Champions in the Nations League. The United States defeating Canada 2-0. USA! USA! When I don't know anything about it, I just <laughs> I started that chant. That's my move. Uh, well, what a weekend it was uh, here in Vegas. Obviously, you know, not just because of the U.S. soccer team, but also the Knights parade uh, on Saturday night, which was crazy. And sports books here in town on Sunday scrambling a little bit as news broke that the Phoenix Suns acquire Bradley Beal in a trade with the Wizards. Mackenzie Rivers is with us, as always. And, Mac, the impact of Beal joining Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in Phoenix does what to the championship odds for the
2: Suns now? I think Nate Duncan, NBA writer, said it best. Has there ever been a team more all-in for one season than this Phoenix Suns? And I don't know, because they're going to have some financial difficulty Mm. with those three big contracts coming up. But next year, it does help them. Uh, The Westgate here in Nevada, they were actually the lowest... In our five book consensus here at pregame.com on the Suns, they only had them at 10 to 1. Now they're actually the highest on them. So the sharpest book when it comes to these futures odds is most optimistic about the Suns. They took them from 10 to 1 to now 6 to 1.
1: And the assumption is like there, there's talk that maybe the Wizards aren't even planning on keeping Chris Paul. As it stands, it doesn't look like the Wizards are getting, they're not getting the best player in this deal, at least not the, the best player today. Sure. The Wizards, obviously, their odds would have been a mile long anyway. What's happened to the Wizards? 200-1
2: to to 500-1. to They're now expected to be the worst team in the league. And, yeah, this is a get-out-of-jail-free card for them. This is a blow-it-up, let's-see-what-we-happens. And Chris Paul cannot be a part of those plans. It's uncertain whether they'll find a trade partner, but I can't imagine Chris Paul, of all the places in the NBA, would want to be there to round out his career
1: what's the bradley beal contract situation like like h- how long would washington have been stuck with him like how how onerous was that deal how important was it for them to get out of it
2: so beal is entering just his second year of a five-year 250 million dollar contract so remaining would be four years 205 million that the wizards would be settled with
1: it's funny because we always talk about like having the asset and, it, like, you you had to re-sign Bradley Beal to right. a $50 million a, de- a year deal. Even though you know he's not worth that, you had to sign it because otherwise the asset walks away for free.
2: That is the conventional wisdom.
1: And yes. now, here we are two years later, and they have to wish that they would have just let the asset walk for free. Because all they're doing now is resetting what they would have done two years ago. Yeah when they would have let him walk for free. Like, it's it's a really bad spot that the Wizards I mean, have found. Bradley something. Beal's
2: been in the name, in the trade market forever. And we heard names like Kawhi Leonard, Jalen Brown, first-round picks, all that stuff. They just said, no, 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 I think we got it, I think we got it, I think we like this guy. And now they're literally trading him for, like, net neutral, like, just to get off the contract. They probably will trade Chris Paul uh, for little on the dollar if they don't end up waiving him. So it was it was an admission of failure, and they're hitting the reset button.
0: If they waive Chris Paul, though, they have to pay him $25 million. But
2: not on the salary cap. They just got to pay him $25 uh, million in cash. Uh, Ted Leons is a little bit cooler with that problem. So where,
1: in, in your mind, where is Bradley Beal, the player, like in, in the in the league right now? What kind of a player is he today?
2: It's a great question. And a lot of analysts that have panned this deal have said he's never done anything as a number one. I would say, yes, exactly. That's why he wants an opportunity to do to be a contributing member as a number three. Or maybe even a number four beyond Deandre Ayton. He's fallen off considerably the last two years. He had his best year two years ago, uh, then the year before last he got injured. He came back. He didn't really do much this season. So, if you're an op- if you're an optimist, maybe he can regain that all, you know third team all all NBA level that he had just a couple of years ago. Uh, if he was the what he was last year, he's the most expensive role player in the league.
1: Yeah, and this is. I mean, listen, Bradley Beal hasn't had much help. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, since John Wall yeah. stopped being a, a factor in the NBA, it's been the Bradley Beal show, which is is a lot for a guy like him to carry. I don't think anybody ever thought he was a, an A-side a guy. The Wizards have tried to force that. It didn't work. I will say him being your third best player, though, boy, that is scary. And also, I, to me, it gives you some insurance because... If Kevin Durant gets hurt again, which let's face it, Kevin Durant sure. is now he's becoming what we would consider injury prone. Like you have the kind of players now that can can fill that role. The offensive production when KD was out was, I mean, was disastrous. Like because Chris Paul couldn't fill that. Bradley Beal can fill that offensive production.
2: Well, Kevin Durant never got hurt for Phoenix, but he got he gets hurt in general. Every that, yeah, but, yeah. I, I I think you're right. I think for the long haul, if you're replacing Chris Paul, which is I'd say 50 games, maybe 10 in the playoffs if you're lucky. That turns into 70 games, hopefully yeah. a fully healthy playoff run. And that was the difference. I mean, if they're trying for a championship, they're looking at the favorites, they're looking at the team that beat them in the Nuggets, and they got to think, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt for the third consecutive playoffs in a row, maybe we have a chance in that series that ended up going six. Chris, uh Bradley Beal, although he's been hurt in the past, much more uh, likely, especially only 29 years old, to be there down the stretch.
1: Wizards have the eighth pick in Thursday's draft, probably – Maybe waited a year too long to tank. Yes. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, <laughs> this may, it may have been the move a year ago. I, I don't know, but what you know, I'm not an NBA GM, but that's what I would have seen. Uh, but they will have the the eighth pick in the draft on Thursday, so that's I'm guessing what they believe will be uh, their next building block to uh, to try to rebuild this thing from the ashes. So you
2: know, it's funny you mention that because I see no hope in the Washington Wizards fan (laughs) base, And uh, Joe House, who comes on the Bill Simmons and talks Wizards, uh, just a fan, not an NBA analyst or anything, he's like, I'd much rather be a Wizards fan than, I don't know, a Clippers fan because they have no hope. They're going to get hurt. If you're lucky, in the next 10 years, you'll get two players as talented as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on your team at the same time healthy. Like, it's so unlikely that the Wizards will make any kind of noise in the next 15 years. I don't see how it's a positive that they no longer have to pay a guy that's good. It's, It's just literally starting from ground zero.
1: Well, the, and the thought would be if you had Bradley Beal and you've got him for the next three years, whoever you get with the eighth pick can now be the number two to him. But again, I I think what you said that they're admitting failure, I think now they see and the rest of the league, clearly sees that Bradley Beal's not, he's not the guy, he's not that dude that's going to carry you. So, and that's okay. Not everybody's built to be that guy. And, and like. It doesn't make Bradley Beal not a good yeah. NBA player. But they
2: thought he was three years ago, or at least they, you know, their actions they hoped said he it were. Yeah, they exactly. hoped he would be. Exactly.
1: And it, it's, it's quite honestly, how different is it from what's happened in Portland with Dame Lillard? Yeah. Uh, he's just not that good.
2: He's I mean, not going to carry a bad yeah, roster right. to a championship. It's just a, a farther drop from Bradley Beal, yeah. but it's still the same situation. I agree.
0: You mentioned no help, like Bradley Beal hasn't had, like, you know, help in his career. Has anybody had more help in their career than Kevin Durant? <laughs> like, like, let's just run down the list here. Okay. Yeah. C- currently, Devin Booker and now Bradley Beal. Previously, Chris Paul. Before that, Kyrie Irving. James Harden. Not once, but twice. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Like before, oh. Russell Westbrook sucked. Yeah. And then, oh. Steph Curry, yeah, yeah. Like, like, has, has, has any player had more help than Kevin Durant in an NBA career?
2: I would say so. I would say LeBron James has just had much, but it's it's a very similar situation where they're going, picking their spots team to team because they always want to be it in spring. Uh, Kevin Durant just ha- hasn't had any injury luck. Uh, all of those guys at some point. I mean, we talked about like, does it work? These super teams? Oh, no, the Nets didn't work. The Clippers didn't work neither of those teams lost any series where all their players were healthy. Like, yeah. I don't know how you judge it. I'm not saying it works, everyone should do that, because it clearly hasn't for those franchises. But it's not like you can say the basketball result hasn't been there for Kevin Durant.
1: And when those super teams have stayed healthy, whether it be what Miami did, what Golden State did, mm-hmm. even Golden State the second time, yeah. like when you've got a super team that is healthy, you got
2: a good chance of winning.
1: Like it's a, so right.
2: Four it, series in, in spring. You're he still going
1: to take your shots. You're going to keep rolling the dice. With Durant's been
0: on... A super team, his last three teams, okay, and even four. If you, I mean, if you go back to Oklahoma City and you want to call that a super team, I mean, granted they drafted those guys, but still, he's had just his last three teams, just the Warriors, Nets, and Phoenix. He's played with seven different All Stars.
2: Like he's. Wouldn't you rather play with two All Stars for ten years? Yeah, that's that's going to lead to more success generally. Well, that's what Steph's done. Yeah, that's what. Uh, you know, Magic Johnson did. You know, that's yeah. that's the, the best possible scenario. Hopefully, the Nuggets think that's what Jokic is going to do with Murray.
0: The other thing that's really funny about this is that if Chris Paul plays for the Wizards, uh, ESPN tweeted this out earlier on Sunday, then the Wizards, Clippers, and Rockets have just traded point guards. <laughs> like Like, over the years. Because... Do you see see those that, teams again? The Wizards, Clippers, and Rockets just cycled through the same three point guards over Chris the past Paul's several been years. Chris paul there, and Chris there, Chris Paul, and all, there, Chris Paul, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, yep. and and uh, John Wall. John Wall just didn't play, but yeah, he, well, he saying, was there, he yeah, was around. But yeah. they they went through all the uh, all. That's funny. Yeah, they just just cycled through the. Um, Sounds like a Ponzi scheme.
2: it just got more and more bigger contracts and no one ever played, and they just kept, <laughs> kept moving on them.
0: So let me talk about
1: Phoenix's roster as it stands. So as of today, Monday, June 19th, as Scott said at the beginning of the show, Durant, Booker, Ayton, Beal, Campaign are the only five guys under contract. And those five guys are making just about hundred and seventy million dollars. That means they're way over the the salary cap, way over the luxury tax, and they only have five guys under contract. Mm. How do you put together a team? You know, when you've got to have fifteen guys on the roster, how yeah. do you, how do they? What's the the logistics of them putting this together?
2: I don't think you talk to your GM, although the GM might be the guy because he was a former player. I think you talk to Kevin Durant. And Devin Booker and their Rolodex and guys that they've known for 10 years in the league, and say, Hey, uh, I know you're about to retire. Maybe don't retire PJ Tucker because we could really use you. Hey, for Udonis one
1: Haslam, come sit <laughs> at the end of our bench. A little bench.
2: bit too old. Come sit at the end old. of our
1: bench and scratch your face. It's like, that's his thing.
2: And they'll try to re sign uh, Josh Okogie probably. They'll have some depth, but depth was their problem in this playoff run. And they instead of, uh, they kind of doubled down on their strategy of having the best big two, arguably now the best big three, and definitely the best four, uh, top four players in the NBA. We'll see if it works out for him.
0: So, yeah. would you bet the Suns right now to win the NBA finals?
2: No. I mean, if I got lucky and and, and found a book in Jamaica that hadn't changed the odds yet, I would take a fi- short a shot at 10 to 1, but with the adjustment plus 650, I don't, I don't really see much value. I still think the Nuggets uh have more value at plus.
0: I was going to say better question. With the odds adjusting, do we now get a better number on the Nuggets?
2: We do. Westgate took the Nuggets from plus 475 to plus 550. I do think there's some value on them.
0: And that could still change because the public's going to get more aware of all this. And then they're going to see them in the media. Rayjean
2: Rondo's coming to Phoenix? Oh, man, it's on.
0: (laughs) This, for what
1: Phoenix is doing right now, feels a lot like what they did in Brooklyn, where if this doesn't work it sets your franchise back a long way Uh, because they're like, they are now committing themselves to luxury tax for several years down the road. Like if you don't get a championship out of this thing, like it could, it's not like, Oh, Hey, we gave it our best shot. It's like, Oh my God, we, we are in a, a disaster mode now. Like, if they go three years and don't win a championship, fire
0: Monty Williams, you hire Frank Vogel. They already did that. I'm saying, <laughs> oh, that, okay, I'm okay, saying okay, this sorry. is what you do. You, you fire Monty Williams, you hire Frank Vogel, you're building the team around Kevin Durant now uh, rather than building around Devin Booker. But
1: this is what they were doing in Brooklyn and it yeah. failed miserably, is what I, I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
0: it, that's the, it does have, it's got very
1: much boom or bust potential. Sure. Like, when you see that roster and you read those names on paper, you're like, oh, yeah, those guys should win the title if they don't. Whatever confluence of events happens, like Devin Booker and and Kevin Durant g- can't get along. Uh, Bradley Beal punches DeAndre Ayton. That's a terrible <laughs> idea, Bradley, but just th- throwing that out there. Whatever it is that like this team can't coexist anymore, they've got to break this thing up, it, I mean, it's really hard to come back oh, it's from it's a big that. gamble.
2: It's a big gamble. And to your point, Scott, Kevin Durant's fourth for MVP, Devin Booker's eighth. I don't know if there's a player that's had another teammate in top eight in the MVP race coming into a season more than Kevin Durant. Uh, this is the kind of team he wants, uh, and we'll see if it works out.
1: And this, if this isn't a another point at the fact, stop giving players no trade clauses.
2: That's true. They would have got a lot more value probably. All it does
1: is stick it in your ass in the end, like if you're, if, when you're the Wizards, because you've got, you've got no leverage. Yeah. Like, he gets to dictate I agree so much. And where if, he goes. If he... they would
2: have said, okay, we're not going to sign you if you want no trade clause, how much better would they be off right now if mm. they just didn't sign him three years ago or two yes. years ago? Yes. Just, just it... let him walk. I, I, like want, to... I want to say this with Jalen Brown. Biggest contract in NBA history for a guy that's like 25th best in the league? Or No. I would say maybe no. I mean, how similar is
0: this?
1: Yeah. Like Bradley Beal 2 years ago to Jalen Brown player in the is league. now.
2: Probably yeah. Like
0: it's they're not far apart. And yeah. this is a well, except one team is a championship contender and the Wizards were
1: never in that position. True. Well, and also one team like they were they were going to they're going to sign Jalen Brown to be their second best player. Then mm-hmm. they understand that fully. Yeah. Bradley Beal they signed to be their guy and he's just not that guy. So uh but again, I I do think that this was like it meant that he could say well, – I always say this. If you're getting traded to a team, why do you want them to give up good assets? Why would you say, Phoenix, just give up DeAndre Ayton? Just tell them, hey, keep the court, guys. Give them a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> right. come
0: over and we'll win. Like
1: That's what all do. these players are and trying to do. You can do that
2: with a no-trade clause. You can do that.
0: So have to make a, make a choice right now. Chris Paul plays for the Wizards, yes or no? No. I would agree. I, I mean, Chris Paul at this point in his career – The
1: only thing he's still chasing is a ring. Like Mm -hmm. that's what he's that's that's got to be his main goal. Which getting pushed out of Phoenix is like the worst thing that could have happened to him for that purpose. Mm -hmm. But he knows he can't win a ring in Washington. Like I'm sure he doesn't want to be there. They don't want some aging guy, Mm -hmm. you know, on their roster. He doesn't do them any good because even if he's good, yeah. If you get good, Chris Paul, what does that do for the Wizards? Nothing. Nothing at all. So like the best thing they can do is move on from him. I I, I believe. Just wave him because you're not gonna get anything in the trade for him. So just wave him. I don't think you can wave him. You have to get some kind of an asset. A, like, What are you gonna get? What are you gonna get?
2: A, Four uh, second rounder. Yeah.
1: The, Four. Th- one? <laughs> uh, g- <laughs> g- give Tumper. me that. Because otherwise you gave up Bradley Beal for nothing. You gave him up for a Landry Chemette.
2: Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And
0: salary cap relief, yeah, which is very important. But you have to get something. You never heard of of cash considerations? You have to get something that lets you start
1: building this roster again. And whether it's – if you can get back the eighth best guy that that will be on your team in three years when you're good, that's something. It's at least a a rotation player you can say, hey, this was part of what we got
0: when we moved on from Bradley Beal. It's got to be something, though. Find a player on a team. Well, first, it has to be a team that Chris Paul wants to go to. But find a player that was drafted that, like, has not lived up to Ooh, I got any a good draft hype.
2: L.A. Clippers, Boynt, uh, former Nugget, Bones Highland. He was Ooh. kind of a, yeah. a flamboyant point guard. Thought yeah. he was better than he was. Thought he was a star on his team. Didn't want to play with Jokic. Maybe in Washington, if you give him the reins, he does something. Because he hasn't done it in other spots. So BC, that, that might make baby. sense.
0: Let's say Somebody got like a high draft. A prospect that just never panned out that maybe a change of scenery, new coaching, new teammates, something turns it around.
2: Ben Simmons?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I don't
1: think Washington wants Ben Simmons there either. No, no, no. Ben Have you see the
2: workout video? Yeah, I
1: heard Ben Simmons is jacked now. Especially after
2: the Photoshop.
3: <laughs> I'm R.J. Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle And they got like uh, celery chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great next morning you have the AG1 and all of a sudden you're back feeling good and to me if you can have that as your home base in a way that that center that equator that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy well i love it if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with AG1 try AG1 and get a free 1 year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and Five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkAG1.com slash Bell. That's drinkAG1.com slash RJ Bell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players you're going against the bookmaker you're going against the number that they put up so all you got to do is pick between two and six nfl players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you download DraftKings pick six app now and sign up with code rj that's code rj only at DraftKings pick six the crown is yours gambling problem
0: what a story in golf over the weekend. As we talked on Friday morning about the incredible first rounds shot at the US Open by both Dust, by uh who is it? It was Ricky Fowler. And Shuffley.
2: Xander Shoffley.
0: Xander Shoffley and Dustin Johnson also was like one stroke behind them yeah. uh yeah. with an incredible 60. It was like 62, 62, 63, 64. Incredible scores. And we were saying, well, this is not a US Open. U.S. Opens are minus six, minus seven. That's what wins a U.S. Open. Winning score, 10 under par. Yeah. And that winning golfer, Wyndham Clark. Now, you might be asking who? Wyndham Resorts. The Wyndham Open. No, Wyndham Clark becomes the second longest shot to win the U.S. Open in the last 40 years, 100 to one odds tied with Angel Cabrera in 2007, only behind Lucas Glover's win in 2009, where he was 150 to one long shot. Uh, Wyndham outlasts Rory McElroy and a, and Scotty Scheffler to win his first major and says that it was calming the nerves that helped him win. I started off great and I felt really good and confident about uh, my game. Um, you know, unfortunately, I bogeyed the second hole, but I felt like I rebounded well and birdied in the fourth. Um, and, you know, I got a little unlucky on, on hole eight, but I just felt like I bounced back and kept my motions about me. And, um, you know, I hit some great shots coming down at the end. And although I made a couple bogeys and it seemed like maybe... Uh, The rails were coming off. I was inside pretty, uh, pretty calm. So um, I'm, I'm really pleased with myself with how I perform. I I can't imagine being in that position. I I mean, AJ, try and put yourself in Wyndham Clark's shoes. He has a lead. He's got four holes left at the U S open. He bogeys 15. He bogeys 16 and everybody is talking about how he's going to blow it and Rory McIlroy is going to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, Olympics. he's
1: going to be remembered as one of those guys, one, one of the the guys who blew a massive lead, and that's all you'll ever be remembered for. It's a terrible thing in golf, but you see, you hear about those guys all the time. But how
0: many times? I mean, we see it happen with uh, an all due respect to Wyndham Clark. I don't mean this disrespectfully. But a no-name golfer versus a household name in Rory McElroy and we see all the time where these the household names they finish out strong and they wait for somebody that's lesser known that hasn't been there before to collapse in front of them and Wyndham Clark almost collapsed but he was able to par the final two holes yeah and like uh what's the guy that
1: Jean van in the 99 uh the guy who like there's the that's the, a made-up name there's like a famous picture of him standing in the water like he's looking for his mm-hmm. ball he's standing in the water but he he had like he was dominating and, and choked his way out of the uh out of the lead there like it, it there's guys who that's what they're remembered for mm-hmm. is blowing big leads and it looked like maybe he was gonna go that way and I'm glad he didn't I turned it on and I was like what did I I didn't even know his first name. I just saw Clark leading and I was like, "Wow, Clark? Who the hell's that guy?" <laughs> and uh, about two holes later like Wyndham Clark and I was like, "Oh, Wyndham." Obviously, I knew that, <laughs> which I didn't. Uh but I was glad to see him win because I like look at I saw some tweets about him. The, this he won his first PGA event ever in May. The the best finish at a major before this weekend was tied for 75th. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He'd never made the cut at a U.S. open. He's never played in a masters. Like this is a real legit underdog story. Like this was cool. Uh, and the thing that's made the most rounds is while well, he went to high school with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm guessing they weren't teammates so, unless Christian Denver, McCaffrey
2: was on the golf team. Denver area. I'm guessing Denver Gary area. Kirk.
1: That's right. So I don't know if
0: Christian was on the golf team. I'm guessing Wyndham didn't play football, but you mm-hmm. never know. You never know. Um, Either way, you ask yourself, "What did anybody see this coming?" Apparently, so. Uh, Two rather, you know, know, rather large. I mean, nicely sized bets were placed here in town at circa. No, those are rather large when you consider
1: consider the golfers. Yeah, Uh, like if that if this bet was on Scotty Scheffler, I'd go. Well, that's.
2: Yes, because yeah. if you made one bet at a hundred to one and it was this guy, then well, good on you. But it probably you sprinkled a little. Yeah, you probably.
0: And and I do know that one of the persons who because two 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 separate big bets were placed here. I'll tell you the results in a second. But one of the players said that they had bet ten guys. So let's say uh, one bet here was five hundred dollars. They placed the bet June fourth. The odds were one hundred and twenty-five to one. Sixty-two thousand dollar win. The other bet one thousand dollars at plus ninety-four hundred wins. Ninety-four thousand dollars. So the, the the player that won ninety-four thousand, if he bet ten golfers, and I don't know if he's doing a thousand on each or if he's varying, probably had twenty G's on this event, yeah. or you know, I, and I, I don't know, maybe less, who knows? But still, the ninety-four thousand dollar win on the, on a hundred to one long shot at the U.S. Open—that's uh, stuff to write home about.
1: I'm telling you that that you talk about a, a life changing hit. You make that a thousand dollar bet and you win. That, that's like, man, that's a that's a game changer. That, that covers the rest of your golf betting for the
0: foreseeable future. It has to. I'm going to try and bet the over on Wyndham Clark's results in the next tournament. He hey,
2: has. it worked for Xander Shoffley. What did we say? He got upgraded a stroke and a half because of one good mm-hmm. round. This guy had yep. one good tournament. He never finished higher than 75th. They'll probably set him a little bit too high. By the, the way, uh,
0: best bet that was given out on the pod. Under. Was, uh, the Ricky 10. Fowler
2: top oh yeah i'm talking about There's so many winners I'm talking I about my I golf
0: bet which was the scotty scheffler top 10 and Didn't he I finishes third
1: i thought you gave that out Mac. i don't know <laughs> no i
0: think mac jumped oh, on board okay. my right, bet right. after i gave it out he was like yeah i agree with that <laughs> he co-signed but he finishes third with uh seven under so three strokes off the lead And as for Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley, who both had the record-setting 62 opening rounds, Ricky finishes tied for 5th at 5-under, and Xander Shoffley finishes tied for 10th at 3-under. So
1: that leaves one major left, uh, as our good friend Will Doctor said. He called it the British Open. I call it the Open Championship. Oh, you uh, corrected him. Yeah, it was you that said that, well, right? I'm just telling you what I call it. I call it the right thing. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that. Is, what? When is that tournament going to happen? And uh, and and what are the odds right now? Who who are the favorites?
0: Uh, that will be the, next month, uh, July 20th, Royal Liverpool. Hosting the Open Championship. Last time it hosted was 2014. The winner, Rory McIlroy. Oh boy,
2: the favorite for the 2023 Open Championship or the British Open? That'd be Rory McIlroy, eight to one. Well, home court advantage. It makes
0: sense because he lifted the claret jug the last time that it was played at Royal Liverpool. Who are the other? Who are the other top handful?
2: So Rory McIlroy is number three in the world. He gets the home court advantage. So he's the favorite. Uh, the other two are the other top two players in the world. John Rahm is nine to one. Scotty Scheffler is ten to one.
3: Okay. Yeah. Brooks yeah.
2: Kepka looking for his sixth. He's fourteen to one.
0: Now, I, I, I'm I don't know if there's current odds up on Wyndham Clark, but I'd I'd be fading him. But I don't know you can't fade him in a odds to win. You'd have to fade him in like finishing result over under. They're going to yeah, set him an over under. It's going to be a like stroke too high. Too yeah, high I agree. Major League Baseball, what a weekend it was for seven teams who finished off sweeps. Yeah, there were seven sweeps this weekend in baseball. You had the Phillies who took three games from the Oakland Athletics, soon to be Las Vegas Athletics. I'm sure everyone's really soon surprised. Soon Do we know? I don't know. Wow. Everyone's really surprised years. by that. Eventually. Marlins finished off a sweep of the Nationals. Another surprise there. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers finished off a sweep of the Pirates. The San Francisco Giants are scorching hot. They swept the Dodgers. Yeah. Giants swept the Dodgers. The Atlanta Braves, they swept the Colorado Rockies. Red Sox swept the Yankees, winning a doubleheader yesterday. And this one is probably the most surprising one. The Cincinnati Reds swept the Houston Astros after rallying and winning in 10 innings yesterday. So now let's take a look at the scoreboard for tonight and let's see where we could take advantage of any possible fade spots. You know, you know what I'm about to say, Mackenzie. There's one fade spot that we're going to be on board the with. The Sunday night one base month.
2: Monday morning. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That is the Sunday night fade. And let's start with the Sunday night fade because not only is it a Sunday night fade because the Red Sox played in Boston last night and then traveled to Minnesota where they will face the Twins tonight, but the Red Sox also played a doubleheader. Ooh. Ooh. So, it's like a tightener. I like that. Yeah, it is a tightener. There's going to be some fatigue here for the Boston Red Sox. The last time we saw them on a Sunday night fade was, oh, last week. <laughs> yeah. The Red Sox, who played the Yankees on Sunday Night Baseball. It's important to have
1: the Red Sox and Yankees on Sunday Night Baseball every possible (laughs) chance. Like, no other teams matter. Everyone knows this.
0: So they played the Yankees on Sunday Night Baseball. They won, just like they did last night. And then they traveled home to Colorado, where they lost to the Rockies 4-3 in 10 innings. And in that game against the Colorado Rockies, the Boston Red Sox did not score a run, Until the sixth inning, and that's the key part of this fade. Red Sox will start slow tonight, especially against my guy, Pablo Lopez, for the Minnesota Twins. Twinkies minus 135 over the Boston Red Sox, but hint, hint, wink, wink, first five twins let's take a look at the rest of the board we have the cardinals at the nationals jack Flaherty going for the cardinals josiah gray for the nationals st louis minus 160 the cards took oh. two of three from the mets cardinals favored pass they took two of three from the mets <laughs> this weekend maybe oh, wow. turning things around May- guys that all it takes they're, nope. they're 15 games under 500 <laughs>
2: <laughs> the including mets, 10 games under and, as a favor and the Sorry. mets
0: might be might be a bigger disaster than they are here's another one that you can get behind tigers Minus 145 favorites at home Ooh. against the Royals. Well, that's the only team you could have said right. it would have made sense. And Jordan Lyles is on the mound for Kansas City. This is your guy. Here's a reminder in case uh, you guys haven't been paying attention. The Kansas City Royals have lost... Every single game that Jordan Lyles has stepped up, what's on that the mound. like two or three games? No, it's he's 0 and 11. He, Ooh, yeah. That's his that's record worse. is 0 and 11. That, that's that, that's his record is 0 and 11. He's made 14 starts, yeah, They're 0 and 14 <laughs> in his starts. So he's got a 689 awesome.
1: ERA. Is that good? This Olsen fellow for the Tigers who might be a made up person, Reese, uh, he has a 608 oh, ERA. Mm-hmm. The total here is set
0: at nine. Detroit's not really an over ballpark, though, and uh, you can never trust the Royals to hit. Jordan Lyles is an over kind of pitcher, though. Isn't sure. He? For, yeah.
2: First five over, maybe take advantage of both these starting pitches. Yeah,
0: maybe do like a Detroit. I don't know. Something like, yeah, I guess you don't trust results, but here. who's going to hit for the Royals? I, I, I mean, I, I just don't know. That's true. Pasquintino's out, right? Yep. I mean, I, unless you're banking on like Salvador Perez to hit like two home runs, uh, I don't know what's happening for, for Kansas City offensively. Uh, the Blue Jays are at the Marlins. Jose Barrios gets the start for Toronto, and Brian uh, Hoing gets the start for uh, the Marlins. It's June 19th this morning. If I told you at the beginning of the Major League Baseball season that on Monday, June 19th, the Miami Marlins would have a better record than the Toronto Blue Jays, what would your reaction have been?
2: I'd, I'd probably say the uh, Blue Jays have failed miserably because I would not have imagined the Marlins would be above that. That's
0: the only way I could have pictured
1: it. it was like the, the it's been a disaster season for the Blue Jays, which it really hasn't been. No, they're five games over five
0: hundred, yeah. but the Marlins are forty-one and thirty-one, having a yeah. tremendous season. Skip Schumacher, good job. Is this? Uh, I mean, are the Marlins. Is there a possibility of them winning that division? They're the, not. I mean, far, the Braves are. Braves, the Braves are five ahead yeah, now. The Braves are so good. Okay. Um, But I think, I mean, Philly's surging right now. Philly's won six straight, and I wouldn't put it past Philly to be the second-place team that pushes the Atlanta Braves. They have the championship, uh, you know, medal from winning the National League last year, losing in the World Series. Uh, I think Philly would be the team that I would back over Miami to then chase down Atlanta.
1: I think Diamondbacks, Marlins, and whoever wins the NL Central mm-hmm. are going to be. Those are all surprise possible playoff Absolutely. teams. Absolutely. The, Spe- I guess the Giants too. Maybe yeah. a potential yeah. surprise playoff team.
0: Speaking of the Central, the Cubs will take on the Pirates. Chicago minus one twenty-five. Drew Smiley on the hill against the made-up guy in Osvaldo Beto. Listen, uh, Drew Smiley, not the best pitcher in the world, but he keeps
1: winning games. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's hard to fade him right now. I, I know that the Cubs aren't good. Um, But like you said, the Pirates are throwing out a made-up person.
0: Although he, uh, in his first start, which was last week, he went four innings, allowed just one run on four hits to the Cubs. So Mm -hmm. second time that the Cubs are seeing Mm -hmm. Osvaldo Bino here uh, tonight. The Red Hot Reds, that sounds redundant, are hosting the Rockies. Cincinnati's minus 165, but this team is just on fire right now, winning eight straight games. I'll say that again. The Cincinnati Reds have won eight straight games. That's pretty wild. They're 37 and 35. Uh, Brandon Williamson will get the start for Cincinnati. Austin Gomber for Colorado. The Diamondbacks are at the Brewers. Merrill Kelly gets the start for Arizona. Corbin Burns for Milwaukee. Brewers are minus 130. The Mets are at the Astros. Two teams that need a bounce back after this weekend. Yeah. Max Scherzer goes for the Mets. I don't know how much I trust Max Scherzer. Hunter Brown gets the start for the Astros. I I say that the Astros should win. They're minus 130. Max Scherzer as an underdog is appealing. Lineup's been bad though
1: for the yes, Astros.
0: Without Jordan Alvarez, he's like, he's the glue. It,
1: it went from a bad lineup with Jordan. Mm to a disastrous offense without him. I mean it's it's really bad right now.
0: The Astros just have never they they just haven't been full strength. They nope. started the season without Jose Altuve and the conversation was wait till they get Altuve back. Altuve comes back, they lose Jordan Alvarez an MVP candidate and now it's like, well wait till Alvarez gets back. It sooner or later like the season's what what it's the Michael yogi- Brantley hadn't been there yet. And, yeah. What's, <laughs> and what's the uh the, the 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 Yogi quote like it gets late early. Yeah. Right? And that's what's going to happen here. For We're almost the at the midway Astros. point. Like, yes. if,
1: this, if the Astros are going to make any noise, they're going to have to do kind of what the Warriors did in the NBA Finals or in the NBA playoffs a couple years ago and just get everybody healthy right when the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Boom, let's go. Everybody's at their best then. On paper, we should be this good. Make a nice run. But, yeah, it's it's been a struggle for them this season, no doubt.
2: What do you think about the Cody Bellinger to Houston rumors? I it'll think be, he, a, it'll
0: he, be a nice help.
1: Oh, it'd be yeah. huge because the mm-hmm. the Astros swung and missed on Jose Abreu. Like he, he's, I mean, he's been better th- for the last month maybe, but he's still not been near the production that they hoped. And Bellinger's so versatile, you can put him in the outfield, well, he'll, you can put he'll him in first base, left field. Well, where, where, wherever yes, you need him. Uh, right field. W- w- but he, he, wherever you need him, he can
0: play, yeah, which yeah. is a, a big benefit for them. Uh, I would agree. It would be a big help. Uh, and the Astros are always going to be buyers at the deadline. So they, they will acquire some help. By the time the summer's over, the Rangers take on the White Sox. Andrew Haney gets a star for the Rangers. White Sox not sure what they're doing with their pitching situation just yet. And the Padres will send AJ's favorite pitcher to the mound, Michael Waka, against the scorching hot Giants, who will start Ryan Walker 2-0 on the season with a 1.23 ERA. He's going to be an opener, though. So he's only going to go one inning, maybe two. Yeah, I wanted to go
1: a uh, an under in this game, but then I saw that the Giants scored like 29 runs mm-hmm. this, over the weekend mm-hmm. against the Dodgers. So uh, probably just a pass for me, although I,
0: I do like Waka. He has been, for the past month, maybe the best pitcher in baseball. I might like a first five under here because I like the idea of the opener going for the Giants, limiting the Padres' bats. And then having them see multiple pitchers over the course of the first five innings of the game. And then you know Michael Walker is going to, you know, hopefully continue his hot streak. So, maybe a first five-under in that game. College World
1: Series is, I guess, in the full swing of things now. We're into the, uh, we're, we're seeing teams eliminated. Omaha. As Omaha. Virginia, who was the second favorite coming into the tournament, mm. you've been eliminated uh wake
0: forest was the favorite they're they're now the second favorite to win
1: well they have because they don't have their second game played yet ah Uh, so some teams have two games played some have one game played uh, is Florida now the favorite?
0: Florida is the favorite, because plus
1: one sixty-five. Florida is the only two and O team mm, in makes the field, uh, as they got a five-four win against Oral Roberts. Uh, Oral Roberts now has a loss; they're one and one. Oral Roberts came back from five-one; they looked dead, yeah. and they made it a game. They've in the been night. a nice
0: story. They were the longest shot going into the College World Series, yeah. and now they are the second longest shot. They were twenty-two to one, and then their odds decreased when they won their first game. When they lost, uh, it's now forty to one. But Stanford longer odds at fifty to one.
1: Yeah, Stanford plays Tennessee today in an elimination game. And uh, in that game, it is Tennessee minus one forty-five. And in the winners bracket, uh, LSU and Wake Forest. That game uh, will be the second game on the uh, of the day in Omaha, six o'clock Central Time. Wake Start. Forest minus one sixty-five. Okay, so yeah, good good matchups there. Wake Forest looked good in their first game, uh, oh, but again, that was Stanford. And Stanford, like you just said, is clearly on
0: the brink of elimination. We we talked about Stanford maybe being lucky to be there in Omaha. Did you see uh, LSU, uh, Paul Skinis, the, the pitches that he was throwing in, in, in their first game? I did not. His first seven pitches of the game all were over 100 miles per hour. <sighs> yeah, he is good at sport. I mean, this kid is, yeah. It's He's gonna it's make it. there's a lot of money coming his way. There's a lot, lot, of, lot of money. A lot of money coming in for the six-six, two 6, hundred 247 pound righty. Speaking of a lot of money coming in, that's what we hope to provide you at pregame.com. A variety of pregame pros are available to you, especially at discount prices. And you're asking Scott I like a deal, Scott. What do you mean discount prices? Well, you can get 20% off your entire purchase. At pregame.com. Well, how does that work? Well, it's easy. You go to the website and you sign up to be a pregame.com member. If you do that, you get a free $25 best bet. $25 to use on whatever you'd like. You want a daily best bet? You want a week long package, all access? You want a weekender package, season long subscription? Don't matter. $25 for you. Once you're a member of pregame.com, then you can use any of the promo codes that we give out on all of our podcasts. And the promo code for us here on straight out of Vegas is BIRD20, bird 20 B I R D 20. The early bird gets the worm bird 20 will get you 20% off your purchase at pregame.com. Lots of pros are focusing in on Canadian football right now. Fezic Spartan. They're doing, you know, uh Nova, right? Yep. Everyone's doing CFL plays, Major League Baseball. We're, we're in the swing of it now. <laughs> Pun intended, you see. I swing. swing, you did swing, swing. Yeah. So, lots of lots of action available at pregame.com. Take advantage of this 20% off offer using our promo code bird20. From Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seisenberg. we are straight out of action
2: AM.